The monument depicts Queen Suryothai astride on the neck of a war elephant, wearing a hat that shields her face, a spear held at the ready. Behind her is a soldier with both arms raised, riding the saddle on the elephant's back. He's holding what seems to be implements to sound a gong. Four soldiers with swords in both hands surround the elephant in a defensive position. I want to talk about the elephant for a bit. According to Richard Lair in the foreword of John Kistler's 2006 book, War Elephants, the wild elephant populations required to supply the armies must have comprised a huge supply pool because at the time they were not small and shrinking populations of three endangered species that we have today. He says that it's safe to assume that nearly all of the elephants used in warfare were wild. Surviving traditional elephant keeping cultures suggest a preference for wild elephants because those born in captivity do not fear humans. And at any rate, it was more practical for them as elephants have a gestation period of 22 months and take 20 years to reach maturity. Elephants, the only animal that humans ever used systematically and at large scale as a fighter, were never domesticated. Dogs and horses have played competent roles in human wars, but they have been domesticated for over 4,000 years. Dogs were usually guards, and horses were taught to collide or kick, but not fight. Elephants, male elephants, were trained to fight. If you recall episode 1 on Queen Sopialat, she ordered elephants to trample several members of the royal family to death. Many elephants, though, were used to transport supplies. They were loggers, even up to the Second World War. And it's important to remember that without humans, unthreatened elephants aren't aggressive at all. We turn them into killing machines. And that's what we see. That's the war elephant in this monument. <laughs>